Hey guys, happy Saturday. It's episode 211. Welcome back to the show. Q&A number 25. Let's get into it. Uh, hi, guys. It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, I do this every Saturday. This is my uh, routine, I guess. The one thing I keep consistent consistent about my show, other than the fact I do it seven days a week, is the Saturday Q&A. And so I guess this means I've done it 25 weeks in a row now. So um, there's your Monday motivation for next week. <laughs> I, never bro- I haven't broken the chain yet. 211 days. All right. Um, yeah, I want to jump right into the questions. I don't want to like bla- babble on about like my day and like my life updates today. It's like not the point of the episode, but um, I'm gonna let you in on a little. Uh, this is the cur- this is the curveball I'm throwing today for this Q and A. Uh, a lot of the questions you you guys asked me were personal between like us two, like one on one, like me and you, and like whoever asked it. A lot of them were like that. And so, and honestly, I just, I don't know. I found this website. I was curious. I was like, is there a Q&A website somewhere that, that would be fun to go on and answer questions from? So I'm going to ambush my own episode and ask myself questions that I want to answer and not your guys's. I'm, I'm going to answer like a few of yours and then do the rest on the website. Cause I just, I don't know. I don't know. I know. Is that selfish? I, I think it is, but ah, okay. First question. Let me just jump right into it. You'll see what I mean. Like this is a personal question from my cousin. Uh, she said, let me pull it up. Um, hi Becca. Will you let me stay at your house in Cali and we go do fun stuff and skate occasionally? She, she skateboards. She's really good at it. Um, absolutely. Like, uh, I mean, my Mikasa is what's the Mikasa is is Tukasa is that how you say it shit yeah uh anytime sis like let's just I don't know let's make it happen book a book a flight my house is like I feel like I don't care who you are my family like you can always stay here if you want to come to California and all my all my family's in Washington so I guess I'm the I'm like the sleepover spot. I'm the, I'm the little vacation home for everyone to come to when they want to see palm trees. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, anytime. Like you should come this summer. I feel like that'd be dope. Next question. Another personal question. This is from Aaron. Um, should I say everyone's name? Anyways, this is a clubhouse connection. He wants to know if I'm coming to the San Diego, San Diego clubhouse happy hour room this Tuesday at four and I'm going to pencil you in. Um, I kind of forgot about that. Not going to lie, but I will me get my planner here um four o'clock of course um I'll be there <laughs> he's a fellow podcaster I want to check that out and see what it's all about and then I'm, pr- I'm probably going to meet more people from San Diego which will be good um question from mom what did you get in your Easter basket as a kid Ooh, oh my gosh okay 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 um Easter was so fun. I feel like the Easter bunny, let me just like put you in my brain as a kid. Santa Claus gave me this like warm and 
this warm and fuzzy feeling like this older man is like a kind soul who's giving me gifts and he's like a grandpa figure right and so I felt comfortable about the fact that he, he came into our home and dropped off presents like that felt like normal and like kind of nice and and uh like he was our family friend just like an, a nice sweet old man that came in the house down the chimney okay but the easter bunny this is before i knew it was my parent my parents doing it okay the easter bunny gave me like i kind of had this i don't know how to explain it i was kind of creeped out and i didn't really get it and i couldn't conceptualize like a giant easter bunny bouncing around the house like i because at one point, and I swear to God, like, until I was in fucking sixth grade, I envisioned an actual, like, like what you see at the mall when you go sit on the Easter Bunny's lap. Like, I literally thought, I literally thought, not, I always knew that was fake. That's what's weird when you're a kid. You see the Santa Clauses at the mall, and you're like, oh, that's not Santa Claus. Like, you know that when you're, like, three years old. You're like, oh, that's just someone playing Santa Claus. Like, I even went to this place um, back home. It's called the Moose Lodge. And it's where a bunch of um, the retired, like, elderly people hung out together and, like, danced and played bingo and shit, I guess, and smoked. And one year it was, like, there was, like, 40 Santa Clauses at this Christmas party and a bunch of kids. And it, it was such a mind fuck. I was, like, we all know this. But I never would – I never in my brain went, oh, well, this probably means Santa isn't real. I just thought they were, like – it was like they were acting because I did I did plays as a kid I was a little, a little mini actress back in the day and I just thought oh they're like acting this is like I don't know a performance anyways so but yeah the Easter Bunny creeped me out let me get back to the question and I mean it is Easter weekend even though I'll be doing nothing tomorrow um sadly I feel like yeah the, so anyways the the vibe of like so my the Easter Bunny would drop off our baskets and sometimes a house would be like completely covered in eggs like some years it would be my 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 parents <laughs> they would cover like the entire living room with little plastic eggs and and shit and and like um fluffy stuff what's that like the stuff you have in your ba- that's in the basket confetti shit everywhere and it was like this Easter Bunny Wonderland that came through and like it's like that scene in Elf where he's in the mall overnight and he decks the place out like that's what the Easter Bunny would like do overnight in our house okay anyways but the baskets were always hidden and that was my favorite part let me get to the question the question is what did I get in in my Easter basket as a kid well my favorite thing is the fact they were hidden and, and my sister and I always had because we we were so there's two girls and a boy in my family and for you know the kids are two girls and a boy my sister and I would have really similar baskets like we basically get the same stuff but maybe like a different pattern or color or whatever and so it was always a, a little game I guess I used to fucking play where I would try to wake up before she did to to scope out our baskets you know what I mean and then pick out the one I wanted like the better one in my brain and like I remember getting so like let me think about what we got in our baskets a hundred percent we got those um we get like C's I think it was C's or lint bunnies we would get a giant Easter bunny like chocolate bunny always we would get like Reese's eggs 
uh, my mom would always, you know, Easter Bunny, my mom, potato, potato. Um, she would give us these little light up, like, I have the hiccups. I'm sorry. I just, I kind of, I'm kind of winded too. Liquid IV sponsor me. I've been drinking your, uh, I've been drinking your shit every day and it's really good. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm a podcast host and I don't have sponsors yet. So I don't know. Ah, someone DM them or I should just be a businesswoman and do it myself. Or they honestly, it's, I gotta be, um, like I heard Joe, Joe Rogan. Oh, fuck, I can't say it. I heard Rogan say recently, gotta be undeniable. You can't be asking for shit. You can't be asking to be on people's podcasts. Just be undeniable and they'll invite you on. And th these brands will, you'll be so undeniable they they'll come to you so that's kind of my evil plan like I don't want to put any effort in I just want to be undeniable and um <laughs> hopefully it'll all work out in 10 years okay all right so anyways fucking okay wait oh our, I was talking about the chocolate we would get yeah we get like Easter chocolate and then like I, I got a a digital watch one year is that what it's called um or, or we'd, we'd get like underwear and socks and like maybe makeup or bath and body works sprays and lotions and candles and like I don't know like girly stuff it was always like or we get like cool art supplies um that's what I would get just like it was kind of like a big um it's like what you put in a stocking just like a bunch of random cutesy little things and chocolate like on that but I I just love the whole I'm this is a really long answer to this question but my favorite thing is was the like e trying to find the baskets and the Easter Bunny would hide it really well and then it'd be super hard to find and then I don't know you'd see it and it was like oh it was there and you're like holy shit like it, it, it kind of like I don't know it would like scare me it's like it's like when someone jumps out from behind a door that's how the baskets would be because they'd literally be hidden behind doors and like under the stairs and fucking I don't know behind the couch underneath the tables um in the closets it was fun it was like a little scavenger hunt so okay jesus next question um harry potter or lord of the, or lord of the rings i've never done this oh my god literally the biggest turnoff or the biggest red flag of all time just happened i, I i'm a girl and i just spit uh i just spit uh, I don't know what's going on. I was foaming at the fucking mouth and I don't know at my show, but I have to like bring you in behind the scenes. I just got so frustrated by the amount of lubrication in my mouth. That I had to fucking spit it out and that's disgusting, but Hey, uh, <laughs> gotta, gotta entertain the people somehow. Okay. Fuck. <sighs> yeah. I think it's like when you're, um, if you run, do a bunch of cardio I'm pretty I'm pretty out of shape cardio wise right now because I just do yoga I feel like if you run you get that like you're, you're like thirsty and you're you're foaming at the mouth and like I'm I'm there right now so anyways Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings next question Harry Potter so I gotta pick Potter Potter over the rings because uh you know at the I was uh like fourth fifth sixth seventh grade ish age when the, when these movies came out and lord of the rings is awesome like i loved it but it also terrified me and i felt like i but also harry potter also scared me 
so I don't know, but I think I was more, I, my brain was more lit up, lit up by, um, Harry Potter, but I didn't like love either of them. I wasn't really, I was more of a, I like Star Wars. That was like my favorite series. Like, I don't know, to watch. I want to delete this episode. I I just, I just paused sort of right there and I was like, wait, (laughs) you could just restart. You could just restart this episode. You answered that Easter Bunny question a little bit too long or that, that trailed on a little too much. And you also started foaming at the mouth and you spit and that was disgusting. And then, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to do the random question generator. That's it. I just answered what three questions, but I just want to read off the website now. So next question, this is on conversation starter world.com. It's a a random question generator. Here we go. Uh, Oh, okay. First question is, when was the last time a stranger made your day? When? D- okay, literally just tonight. Um, I don't know. I talk to I talk to new people every day because of Jimmy. Like when I'm on walks and stuff, like people come up to me. Um, I don't know. I I guess like them complimenting my puppy isn't making my day, but it's always like sweet that they're. I don't know. There's everyone's. I guess the strangers that I met tonight made my day because they're just nice, genuine people. And they're, I'm like, there's good people in the world. Like I'm meeting strangers and they're reminding me that they're, people are good. People are good. People can be genuine. They can be, I don't know. Like we can actually talk to each other and, and get along. And these are random people I've never met before. And so like the three people I met tonight on, on my, uh, walk with Jimmy, made my made my day next question okay uh think of a brand now what would an honest slogan for that brand be oh shit there we go charmin charmin ultra strong ultra charmin ultra strong oh shit that's the slogan Charmin Ultra, less is more, less is more, less is more, more absorbent than the regular Ripple brand for sure. Then sure, sure, for sure. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to just say uh, Charmin Ultra, oh shit. It's, if I had a toilet paper company, I mean, we are we are hitting the one year anniversary of the, the uh, we are up, it's actually past. We're past the one year anniversary of the toilet paper shortage, so I feel like I should just bring up toilet paper, but yeah, if I, if I, had a, if I had a, or no, it'd be like, it'd be like uh Jacqueline's toilet paper company shit happens, you know, like, I don't know why that hasn't been done yet. I don't know. I'm sure. Okay. What? Anyways. Oh shit. That's my slogan. Next question. Who inspires you to be better? Um, who inspires who I was yesterday. No, (laughs) I inspire myself. Other people inspire me. Um, this might sound kind of phony and like corny and maybe like, I don't know. You could, 
think whatever you want about this, but I feel like me in the future inspires me to be better. Like the woman I see myself or like the woman I envision myself to be in five years and 10 years and 20 years, like she inspires me to be better. And so, so I just, I just, I try to do, <laughs> do my best to be a good person and get a little bit better every day and work on myself and keep shit, uh, going in my life. So that woman in the future would be proud. I want to make my future self proud. Cause I know now in my mid twenties, my 18 year old self would be proud of me because I put in some, I put in the work. I, 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 I'm not giving up. I've, I've, you know, it's life's a game. It's you and only you at the end of the day. And I feel like you can get all the inspiration online that you could possibly ever want. But, um, I don't know. I think I, I get more value or more, um, motivation out of my myself from myself than anyone else I guess as far as inspiration goes okay I compete against myself I guess that's what I was saying what pets did you have while you were growing up oh Jesus Christ okay we got cats dogs bunnies chickens goats sheep ponies horses specifically a Shetland and Arabian quarter horses they're all breads uh, I had a rat, a hamster, and a mouse. The rat killed the hamster, and then I was left with a mouse and a rat, and then the mouse got, died, and then I just had the rat, and that was for a science experiment in fifth grade. I had a pet grasshopper one time that my dad ha- made me, it was suffering, and he made me smash it on the con- concrete to put it out of its misery, and I still have questions about that because I feel like we could have just released him in the field, and he would have been fine, he would have survived in the wild, but no, we had to smash him and like end his life because apparently he was suffering in the jar I kept him in. I had pet ladybugs, I had pet um, fish, I had, many, I had a ton of goldfish in our stock tanks. Um, donkeys, no, we never had donkeys, that was my grandpa never had llamas that was my grandpa um yeah I think that's it I think that covers them all okay next question what impression do you try to give when you first meet someone oh I don't want to fuck this up oh man what's like a hot answer I could answer like a a snappy answer for this I guess I try to be a like the first my the first impression I like to give people is that I'm warm and I'm like I'm inviting and I'm warm I'm inviting you can talk to me I'm approachable I know I'm listing a lot of things but I just want to be like I want it I want it to feel like you're coming home like I don't care who you are a strange a stranger on the street like the people I met tonight you know one of them was a homeless lady she's kind of limping and she was, you know, I felt really bad for her, but I just try to make her, I try to make other people feel good. And I don't know how to explain it. I just want to, yeah. Like, like you're coming home to your mom. (laughs) I want to be your mother figure. (laughs) The fuck am I saying? (laughs) I'm not a cold hearted, aloof, stoic, uh, resting bitch face type of chick. I don't like to give off that impression. I'm not like stuck up, nose in the air. I'm like, no, everyone's my best friend. I'm a puppy. I want to play with everyone. I want to, I want to talk to everyone. I, I want to, that's how I, that's the impression I try to leave. Like I, I'm a fun person to be around because I, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, and I also want to make other people feel good about themselves. That whole thing. I, I, I put effort into that. You know, 
anyways, I try to get people talking about themselves. And I, that's a little pro tip right, right there when you're um, first talking to people. Like, let them do the talking. Let them have the floor. And they'll feel they'll feel good. And that's important. Because, I don't know, I, I, I always feel awkward when I'm the one just saying a bunch of shit. I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. And I feel like I just said everything. So, anyways. Ah! Um, still, I still feel like I'm winded. Well, what's happening? Dude, I need to work on my cardio. Holy shit. There's your ASMR. Ew. Um, which, apoco- which apocalyptic dystopia do you think is most likely? I don't like that question. I don't want to answer it. If you, could, if you could go back, it's my podcast. Like I said, I'm ambushing my own episode today with my own questions that I want to answer. And I don't want to answer that one because I just think like, what am I, what am I going to say? The zo- zombie apocalypse? I, I'd say the most likely would be um, like something like a pandemic that wipes us out, like an actual, like, you know, uh, what, I don't even know the fucking name of it. Like a black plague, bubonic, 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 bubonic plague. Is that what it's fucking called? Boob, bonic, (laughs) boob. I'm so uneducated. It is. It's literally called the bubonic plague. B-U-B-O-N-I-C. So anyways, yeah, I feel like a plague that wipes everyone out and is apocalyptic or apocalyptic events, an event where, what is the apocalypse, uh, or like an alien invasion. Okay. Okay. Apocalypse is the definition is the complete final destruction of the world. Yeah. Obviously I could have, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Coming the return of Jesus Christ, which is probably going to happen tomorrow. Um, like for real, he's coming back tomorrow. Like, you know, it's not just a celebration of the resurrection and the, uh, ascension of Jesus Christ in heaven or whatever the fuck, but it's going to be like, he's actually going to come down from the heavens. And, uh, so all the people on TikTok are theorizing. <laughs> like, I like how I said, I don't want to answer that question. I'm still talking about it. Um, no, but speaking of alien invasion, all of the latest buzz I've been hearing about aliens is making it sound like they are they're here to work with us they're here to like they want to help us it's not like in a it's not an aggressive thing so anyways um next question if you could go back in time as an, an observer no one could see you and you couldn't interact with anything when would you want to go back to so there isn't a time like a time constraint or restriction on this I literally said yesterday I want to go back and be a fly on the wall at my elementary school and just observe the teachers and the education and just like me in class and like me kissing all my teachers asses and being like super well behaved and folding my hands on my desk and tucking in my polo and being all prim and proper and I don't know. Just like, I want to observe myself in school, in elementary school. And, and I said that yesterday. So I'm, I'm, but I feel like if I could go back at any point in time in history, dude, I just want to follow Hitler around. I just want to see what like, that's like, oh my God, 
wait, like, what's another, uh, that's kind of like a weird one, but also, I don't know if I'd want to do that. Honestly, I don't, actually, I don't need to know. I can just assume what he would do all day and talk about and that doesn't actually interest me. Um, what's like a really cool time I could be a, like an observer and be, I don't know, there's so many like cool eras. I don't know, like I'm just going to say, honestly, 1950s, 1950s, uh, saw cops, diners, uh, you know, grease lightning shit. Like, I'd like to go back to the 1950s. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I, I'm just going to answer it with that. Okay. Next question. Uh, what is the most fun? Okay. What is the most fun thing someone could have in their backyard? Ooh. <laughs> the most fun thing. I mean, honestly, you just need a trampoline. Like what would be more fun than a trampoline in a backyard? Okay. You could say, Oh, a pool. I mean, like this is dumb because you could be like, Oh, a roller coaster. I don't know. I'm going to answer trampoline. Like, there isn't anything better, especially when you're a kid, than a trampoline in a, in a backyard. Right? Like, what's more fun than that? I'm just thinking, like, realistically, what do families have in their backyard? You got your, you've got your swing sets, your little jungle gyms. You've got, yeah, tramps, trampolines, uh, slip and slides, and blow-up pools. Or if your family has it in the ground pool, you've, you've got that. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to just answer. Like, out of all of those things, I think the most fun is a trampoline. Yeah. Next question. What looks delicious? Oh. <laughs> Random question generator. Next question. What looks delicious but tastes terrible? Pause. Um, let me think about this. What? looks good but tastes bad okay I am a like I don't have I'm not a picky I'm not a picky person when it comes to food like the one specific thing that I don't think tastes good is like black licorice but like what is something that looks appealing but it's not oh I mean gummy bears like I have an issue with like gummy candy it's really pretty like sour gummies, gummy, anything gummy and can't like that's, I don't know, like, like sweet and sour, whatever the fuck that these candies are, like they look cute, but I don't, they actually, they taste fine. I just get, I, I don't know. I have like PTSD because when I was a kid, I get headaches from eating gu gummy bears. What looks, what tastes terrible, but looks good. This is, why is this hard? I feel like it could be easier than I'm making it. Let's think of like a normal dinner. Um, or food. I I can't answer this. I gotta I gotta ask Google. What? Okay, let's just put this into Google. It's probably a Reddit thread. Okay, here we go. Mash.com. Mashed. <laughs> Not match. Foods that look amazing but actually taste terrible. Okay, honestly, I'm over this question, but I'm just gonna find examples here. Durians. I think that's a jack. It's like a jackfruit. 
I think it's from Thailand. Donut burgers. Yeah, not a fan. I just feel like why would we... This one has like a chocolate... Oh my god, no. Why is this a thing? It's a donut hamburger, donut cheeseburger looking thing with bacon, red onion, pickle, tomato, lettuce. That looks like barbecue sauce. And then a ch it's not like a glazed donut. This is a chocolate donut. Oh my god. Beef and... like just like beef and, and chocolate cow and cacao cacao and cacao <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here yeah no thanks uh that doesn't even look good uh i i would just take the donut and eat it i don't i don't even i don't i'd want it separate uh oh licorice is on here i'm just gonna use that as my answer because it's on this website i was looking for more answers there's one to like <laughs> to reconfirm or reaffirm my thought okay yeah licorice no thanks I, I'm not a fan okay next question um oh fuck what do you least care about oh shit um I other people's opinions about me <laughs> That might, that's my brand. I got to stay on brand. Um, yeah, I'd say that's my journey. That's the journey I'm on right now. I think it's never 100%. I think because of survival or whatever and just the nature of nature, <laughs> there's a social hierarchy out there, okay? There's always, I feel like somewhere deep, deep down inside of me, there's something I don't know if it's ego or whatever, but there's always like a little trickling piece of my brain that hangs around that kind of gives a fuck what people think. And it's more so like in turn, I, 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 my, I care mo mostly in social interactions for the first time. Like it's about like, okay, when I make a first impression, when I go out in public and meet new people, like I still, I do give a fuck. I don't want to be like, if I didn't, if I didn't care what other people think about me, um, I don't know. I could, I, I turn into like a trash bag of a human being. I wouldn't shower beforehand. I would, uh, I don't know, just like strip like I don't know just like show up and strip in front of them. Like, Oh, I don't care. Like whatever. I don't even, that's a stupid example, but like, um, when it, when it comes to presenting myself and, um, I guess being a, like a, <laughs> a civilized human being, I do consider how other people are perceiving me, especially in terms of like, okay, yeah, let's talk about business. That's important. You don't want to fuck up those, um, networking opportunities with people and meetings and shit in person. And, uh, anyways, that's, this is like obvious, but when I say I don't care about other people, what other people think about me, it's more like I don't do, I don't make choices in my life anymore based on someone else, someone else's opinion. Like I'm not people pleasing anymore. I'm not, you know, insecure of what I'm doing because other people will judge it or think it's weird or think it, I'm crazy. Like I don't, you know, all these assumptions I think when I was younger, I would make. Ba ba all based on other people's opinions not and now I I just stand in my own fucking on my own podium or whatever the fuck I stand on my own I stand my ground I'm like this is who I am and 
I live a life according to what I want to do and what works for me. And I don't know, take me or leave me that take me or leave, take me or leave me. I, I love that. Uh, I love that. I'm that type of person now because it allows me to go a hundred percent. You know, I think anyways, that's, I, I just, okay. What do I, what else do I also, what's, what's the question? What do you least care about? Honestly, I don't even have an, a specific example. This can be a broad statement, but I feel like there's a lot of people, and this is just based off of my observations on, I know it's fucking boring and annoying and redundant to constantly bring up social media, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of content I see on social media makes it look like these people in my age group again this is broad I can't I'm trying to think of a specific example they, it's like they care about shit that I personally think doesn't matter at all based on the way they post and based on the way they like uh, even talk about things on their Instagram and they you know and it's like to each their own everyone do what works for you if you like something go for it but I feel like there's a lot of things people get hung up on that I personally just don't even give a fuck about because I don't think a lot of things in life matter that much like I don't put a lot of um story and meaning I don't know how to explain it like people like here's the thing there's all these here's a here's an example I think people go to the internet for they like built their brand they build their brand over their personal brand over around their problems and their you know anxiety and their issues and their depression and their acne and their um disorders and their and they're they're attached it's like they think it's like part of their identity and they build this like thing they build this community around it and everyone's just like yeah you know I can relate this is relatable we're all in this together bonding over it and I'm like literally this shit doesn't like I I feel bad because now I'm on the other side and I've, I've worked a lot of my own problems out um it's taken me years right but now that I'm on the other side, I realize all these little like spirals and pity parties and self-loathing sessions I would have myself and, and like times I'd look in the mirror and just like be disgusted with myself and hate myself and pick myself apart. I'm like, literally that doesn't like to answer the question, what do you least care about that shit? I don't even, that doesn't even register anymore. I don't let my brain, like, especially as a woman who's caught, like, all the common insecurities every other girl out there has, like, we all go through, especially, like, body image shit, I don't let it register, like, my brain doesn't flag it as a negative thing anymore, it just is. Like, I have these bad thoughts, and I don't clock them in my brain and go, okay, that's, uh, I don't, it doesn't, I don't attach it to, like, it doesn't become, like, an identity thing, and, like, how I see myself, I just think it's un- it's not useful. Negative, like, so all these accounts to me are useless. I wish women especially could just snap out, like, it's easier said than done. And I, I think I'm fully, I'm like fully fucking out of the woods of this shit now. And it's, I'm maybe lucky in this way, but I think people sit in their own, they dig themselves in a hole and in, in, in thoughts and in, in, in these communities especially and it's like just don't think these thoughts just don't talk about this stuff all the time don't make this a part of your life and who you are it's I don't know how to explain it. just like get busy with something else you're 
what you what you focus on manifests. And I think a lot of times it just gets it gets worse for people because they make it a thing. They make it a thing in their life, and they they're attached to their their diagnoses. They're attached to their um, you know, I used to work for a company and one of the quotes we'd always talk about was like a, uh, it's like fitness, health, health and fitness type of company. And I think the quote that would float around within the company would be, um, what was it? Like your, your diagnosis is not your identity. I think is, yeah, your die, your, your diagnosis is not your identity. Something along those lines. But people, ta- like, they'll go their whole life, like, oh, my, they have, a, my, oh, my, um, I don't know, my endometri- endometriosis. I don't even know what's a diagnosis. Like, am I uh, mesothelioma, my uh, back pain, my uh, chronic, like, my chronic anxiety, my chronic, my depression, like, whatever they've been diagnosed with, they, like, carry on. The, it's like a backpack they wear every day. And I'm like, dude, just ditch the backpack. Don't, th- just, like, it's not you. It's all in your head. It's all a story. And so... To summarize, uh, the question I I just spiraled on. <laughs> I got my own fucking spiral about this question. The question was, what do you least care about? What do you care about least? I feel like a lot of the negative stuff or like the just all the shit talk that I used to care, like I used to think mattered or I needed to, all the things I thought I needed to change about myself I don't care about any, or I don't think about anymore. And I don't care about anymore because none of them, none of it was true. It was like adding this callous over who I was. And I think the season in my 20, the season of my twenties I'm in right now is literally shaving that callous off and taking all and like unlearning, unthinking all of these negative behaviors, negative thought patterns that I've been in for so long because they were useless it's fucking useless and now you guys hear me say it all the time I'm like I just want to enjoy my life and have fun and I don't hyper I don't I don't know I don't focus on negative especially when it has to do with myself where I don't know I'm not a harsh critic like I used to be it's it's okay anyway like I I have my standard, I have my personal standards, my personal daily competitions with like my fucking routines that are all my own that I don't recommend to anyone else because I don't want to influence people and steer them in a different direction than they should be going. Like I just keep it to myself, but like, yeah, I'm personally competitive, but I don't, um, I don't fucking know what I'm saying. I'm really spiraling. Ah! I'm just like, I just have fun, dude. I just want to have fun. In fact, I saw there was like a movie quote I reposted yesterday that um, it said that like, and then someone popped off. Okay, let me, let me see if I can find it. Basically, it was a movie quote. I don't have my story up anymore. And maybe I can find it because they replied to it. It was like, what was, it was about the purpose of life. And this person and I, and the, the ending of it was like to have fun, like enjoy life and have fun that was the end of the quote and I got a res- I got a response on the story that said that disagreed and said sorry but no the whole purpose of humans is to t- is to take care of the earth and transform it into our home while taking care of the animals um I don't understand like so I'm just I, I kind of get where they're going with this 
it's like their version of what the purpose of life is, which I think it's all subjective and it's all like, it's personal. It's like whatever you, life is what you fucking make it. That's the quote. But I'm looking at this going, okay, you can have fun taking care of the animals. You can have fun making the earth our home and transforming it into a home. Like underneath all of that, it does, it's not like it needs to be, life needs to be work and a grind and difficult and like people makes people make their lives so much harder than they need to be just based just by how they think (sighs) this is not a self-help podcast Jacqueline shut the fuck up do the next question okay next question do all people have equal value regard okay I don't want to get into that one I just feel like that's going to be another heavy answer (sighs) yes all people have equal value we're all the same everybody shits everyone's gonna die we all pay taxes we all fucking want to have sex with each other and um we all drink water we all bleed the same color of blood we fucking uh we all have pinkies not everyone uh we all have uh hearts oh my god we all have hearts oh my god everyone has a heart if you don't have a heart you're not alive dude everyone think about Okay, this is morbid or fucking... I can't even believe my toes are my toes are curling under because I'm creeped out by the thought I just had. <gasps> this is a red flag. First of all, I'm a red flag. I'm a walking red flag. I'm a daily podcast host. The fact I do this is a red flag. I'm insecure about that. I don't know how to think about myself in this whole po- daily podcasting thing, but like, this is the biggest fucking red flag I think I could ever throw your way. Oh my God. Imagine seven billion hearts just in like a football stadium, just like all the hearts from the world, just like in a pile. That was, uh, is that called an intrusive thought? Is that it? What the fuck? I, okay. Yeah, there's your, what? I thought that. That might be a cool art piece. Something to do with like all the humans in the world and all their heart, all their hearts, and a, like a diagram of that or something like I don't know. Ah! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm literally like I my toes hurt. I like whenever I get really like anxious or like whatever about like something I'm about to say or think. I I don't know. Ah! Okay. Um. Okay. Next question. Who is the most fascinating person you've met? Um, hmm. I'm going to exclude celebs. <laughs> because one of my biggest fears is being a name dropper and talking about people, famous people I've met. Um, like I just keep them guessing who the fuck does she know? Who she connected with? You'll never just guess. I don't know. I feel like the most fascinating person I've met. I also can't say, well, mm. oh, is fascinating. It can it be a bad thing? Like fascinating in a bad way. Oh God. I don't want to answer this question. I'm thinking of three people and I can't say any of these people. One of them is famous. 
one of them is not famous but wants to be famous and one of them is potentially listening listening to the show and I'd be embarrassed to say so next question <laughs> what the hell this is easy how many siblings do you have two uh oh I love this random dude I, th- I should just do this every Saturday Saturday instead of the asking having you guys ask questions because to be honest like not that many people ask first of all like people see that like ask a question thing and like people I'd want to have the, like I want people to ask me questions and like nobody really does I'll be honest like it's kind of sad I'm like okay and then the same people always ask similar questions every single week and it's like okay I need I, I don't even I haven't put effort into growing my audience and I don't know what to do with that but I just feel like this random question generator is like it's killing it today because I'm having fun doing these because you guys ask me questions like yeah Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings like you know it's not doing much for me okay I've done this 25 weeks in a row (laughs) you'd think by now oh my god this is so embarrassing you'd think by now I would have my podcast would be growing and I'd get a ton of I'd have more followers and more curious people asking me questions but I don't have that okay because I don't put effort into the podcast and growing it or any of that shit like I just don't so it is what it is. We're uh we're hacking it. We're using a, a website. The next question is, what was your first smartphone? How did you feel when you got it? It was the LG Voyager from Verizon. It was the clapback to the iPhone that got me so excited because of it had a touch screen on the outside. And unlike the iPhone, it had a keyboard. It had it still had buttons inside. So it flipped open. And like I think a lot of people knew about the, the Envy. It was the LG Envy phone. It was like a that kind of opening like what do you, how do you how do I describe it? It, it was like a a flip phone, but not a normal flip phone. It had like a keyboard. It was like a long flip phone. Okay, anyways, that was my first smartphone. And I remember getting I like clipped out a magazine ad of it and I circled I like showed my parents like I'm getting this phone because I remember I didn't get my first smartphone until uh freshman year of high school which I was kind of late because all my friends had like the razors and the what other flip phones were there like other flip phones and um like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and I didn't I didn't get mine until I was in high school. But yeah, that was my first phone. Next question. Okay. Um, if all of the states in the, in the USA were represented by food, what food would each state be represented by? This is like a stupid fight. Like every doesn't every state have a state? Well, they have like a fruit, a state fruit. <laughs> No, like I'm in California. I feel like we'd be avocado toast. Uh, Washington would be fucking oysters. I don't know. Salmon. <laughs> Apples. I don't know. This is a stupid question. It's like for a five-year-old. Next question. What benefits does art provide society? Does art hurt society in any way? Um definitely inspiration and 
I think art is important because it like it documents like what's happening in in time I guess like a lot of artists create their art around what's happening in the world and that's the inspiration like they get the inspiration from the times and then they create art based on that and I think that's important and it it's um and I think a great artist, like this is not the question, but I think a great arti- artist has um, universal appeal where no matter what continent you're on, you know of them because they appeal to 7 billion people. And any artist, like I feel like those are the artists that we all know from history. And those are the artists that we, like the Michael Jacksons of the world, as far as like musicians go and the Picassos and, you know, like... But what was the question? Does art hurt society in any way? I mean, dude, people aren't liking fucking Lil Nas pole dancing to hell and 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 uh, twerking on Satan. Okay, they're not into that right now, and that's considered art. He is a musician. That was a music video. That that is that's an art piece. Um, I don't think if I was a parent and I had a thirteen year old daughter, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want my kids to see that shit. Just like I said, just like when uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion were fucking scissoring on stage at the Grammys, like, does art hurt society in any way? Yeah, I don't think that's cool. Like, I'm not, that wasn't iconic. That wasn't, um, I don't, like, it's crazy how there's such a polar opposite mindset about, like, female uh, sexuality and, like, expression and, um, female empowerment with their like by just f- flinging like shaking your ass and showing all your parts all the time on online and you know like it's just like it's such a what's the word dichotomy is that the word did I just use a new word dichotomy dichotomy a division or contrast between two things that are represented as being opposed or entirely different okay whatever you get it um see so yeah, how art can hurt society to answer the question um, let me think of myself as an artist right now. Do I appeal to seven billion people? <laughs> Fuck. No. <laughs> Shit. My only like, re- my only. <sighs> I always go back to this. Uh, I'm just like everyone else. I'm not special we're all the same I think at the end of the day like I I described the hearts and the shitting and we all want to and we all drink water what else did I say we are all gonna die we pay taxes like we're all the same we all deal with the same or very similar life shit especially with our emotions and with relationships and our like our primitive wants and needs like feeding ourselves and surviving every day and just going about life like we're all, so what I provide on the show here is my like how I see the world and, and I'm just sharing my life with everyone else but um I mean it could be translated into other <laughs> languages I guess and people would be like yeah I'm rocking with this chick from fucking California like she's um you know she <laughs> like what's something I said today they oh yeah like she's yeah I, I know growing up in in uh, Germany yeah we had trampolines too and they were the funnest thing ever in the backyard like I don't even know was that one of the questions I answered 
Next, I'm just going to move on. Um, what benefits does art provide society? Like, I just, I love art for, like, the way it stimulates my brain and gets me and makes me excited about living another fucking day. Like, I think about this, it's not, that's not like a negative thing at all. It's just like, when I, even down to the buildings around me and the architecture and everything, like, I'm looking around my podcast desk right now and I'm like okay I got candles I got a container of Vaseline I've got a blender bottle with my liquid IV in it I've got airpods I'm looking at a picture of some butterflies in it I got books with covers I've got like everything oh an old school microphone um everything is art and I'm I'm I think I'm highly affected by my I've always been this way my environment and just like things I if if there's chaos, if things look like shit, um, even this is uh, maybe privilege. This is privilege as, as fuck of me to say, but it's 2021. If my apartment isn't fully fucking upgraded with the finishes of a modern home, and like you know, I'm I don't ha- like for example, um, what's in my like the cabinets are fucking like from the 1940s still and I'm in a and I'm living here in the city in San Diego and my apartment's kind of ran down but I'm you know like I that would make me depressed like I had to, I chose where I live like I pick things out in my life based off of like me feeling good and, and I, or so that I feel good and so that I feel like yep it's 2021 this makes sense everything's new and like you could go to Home Depot right now and buy this refrigerator, you know, or this these set of, the set of cabinets here, or my floor, or you know, uh, which is this. It's funny I'm saying this because literally all the furniture I buy is vintage and old as shit, and it's antique and it's like, you know, refurbished from like, f- like for, from a hundred years. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, but you get it. Uh, but the art around me inspires me and it affects me and. Um, the question this is such a long answer what are what benefits does art provide society i mean millions trillions it's fucking ama- i love art all right next question <laughs> and also the live another day thing it's like think of music when you listen to music i could keep going on and on podcasts podcasters uh are the i feel like po- the podcasts i listen to are those are art pieces conversation artists that's what we all are those i don't know they're providing society with a lot of fucking word art (laughs) jesus remember word art wait was that a dude on microsoft word the bubble letter art uh word what was that called yeah wasn't wasn't it called word 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 art (laughs) there's different like okay anyways next question jesus um When was the last time you sang to yourself or someone else today? (sighs) I don't like this question. It gives me anxiety. As the only human left on earth, what would you do? Kill myself? (laughs) That's like obvious. Um, I would just want to die. If I was the only human left on earth, 
okay let's just say let's just hypothesize let's hypothesize this so i'm podcasting in san diego right now i don't want to think about this is so creepy this is so creepy so here i am on the microphone right now you're not listening because you're dead i'm the last person on earth there's no one outside my neighbors are gone there's there's the cars are not moving the planes are not flying you know what oh i'm the last human i do have animals around me dude wait what animal what animals would take me in i would go to the san diego zoo and i would hit up the apes the gorillas monkeys anything of that uh, for uh, any all those those kind of animals and i would no fuck that it's like okay would i realist what would i realistically try to survive with the animals or kill myself this is dark i don't want to think about this but here's the thing i could just chill until i die i could live till i was 100 and survive off of the resources that everyone around me left Dude, I'd have to deal with so many dead bodies, though. Oh, my God. Like, I just imagine this question is, I'm the last person here. Everyone else died. So there, so what? All of the people in the apartments around me, in the city I'm, I'm living in, every state in this fucking country, and then every country in the world is just full of corpses, and I'm the last person alive? Like, I'd have to deal... Like, I feel like the... Uh, decay of these bodies and the gases that were are being released in the fucking what's the right word here that would like poison the atmosphere and i would just die from that ew <laughs> if i was the last part what would i do like right now if i'd walk outside take all my clothes off and i'd shit in the street <laughs> and mark my territory um how much would your heart fucking stop it? I would feel like, I think I would just die of a heart attack if I knew that. But also, like, how would you know? Maybe the sky would part and God, like, a voice would say, hey, Jacqueline, everyone just died. It's just you, bitch. It's just you and the animals. Good luck. It's like the Hunger Games. Uh, what was the what was the line before they all... Uh, like may the best or survive what the fuck was the line in the hunger games that they said before i gotta look it up the line in hunger games it's not like live long and prosper it's like um oh may the odds be up and may the odds be ever in your favor in your favor yeah Happy Hunger Games and may the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah. So God would say that. And then I feel like I would, guys, this is so dumb. Here's the thing. This is some, this is a question. If you're, if you're high as shit, it's like fun to talk to your friends about and like think about, but like, I don't, I'm not, I'm just like chilling here with my fucking liquid IV. I don't want to talk about this. It's just getting annoying and, and kind of immature and corny, but, um, I feel like, yeah, my stomach would drop. I, I would feel like my heart would stop and be like, oh, the fuck? But I'd also be like, God, okay, he's talking to me. He's connecting. I'd be like, hey, help me out. Fucking transport me to a different dimension or a different time. Like, can I time travel where there's people in life 
like normal again like hook me up dude or i just go raid area 51 and figure something out there or I'd, f I'd find some oh my god dude there'd be so much fun if i had a i'm still talking about it if my brain was just super rock solid and i could grit my teeth and put my head down and just go like yeah bitch you're gonna survive this shit i would steal a car like a i would go to the military base and i would steal a jet <laughs> no, i don't even know how to fly one bitch i would like get no i'd find uh a really cool car and i just f drive around the united states and i'd f fuck shit up and i'd get i'd look behind the scenes of i go to the the pentagon and i go to the, go to area 51 i go to the white house i'd like figure shit out it'd be like national treasure except i'm on, I'm, on, I'm on a solo mission with myself jesus okay next question um i could do this all night long um what's the most paranormal thing that has happened to you oh god damn it i just talked about being the last human on earth paranormal thing that's happened to me i guess you could say dmt but that was not paranormal like that's just you see some crazy ass shit um i guess yeah when i did dmt like that was the f craziest fucking experience i've ever had in my life compared to any other things i've ever done like that probably was the most not normal thing i've ever experienced but um paranormal if you're talking like ghosts in the house or weird noises and shit I guess um I don't know I feel like my life is full of a lot of coincidences and that's not paranormal uh I don't know I guess I've told I've told the story to you guys before where um well I didn't think it was a ghost I thought there was like a crazy person in my house when I was home alone when I was like 14 and I was convinced someone was in the house and I went and hid in a hid in a cornfield and it turns out like the door just moved and I got scared and it my dad came home and like was working in the pump house in the pool house and he turned on a saw and I was freaking out even more but that wasn't actually paranormal it was just like my old creaky house but okay next question I don't really have any I've never like seen a ghost or like yeah um, what would be the worst buy one get one free sale of all time oh like the child sex trafficking thing buy a kid get one free that'd be the worst of all time I can't think of anything worse than that dude I've been seeing so that video, I don't want to talk about it, guys. I really don't want to talk about the border shit and what I've been seeing about and hearing about that. But I think we all saw the video of the toddlers being dropped over the, the wall. And I'm just, that, that wasn't a one-off situation. Like, that's got to be happening all the time. There's probably so many more kids. I mean, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> when get one free. Why did my, I think my brain came up with that as a example, as an example because of current events, but what would be the worst buy one get one free free sale of all time it would have to be a negative thing it couldn't be a positive thing because if you if, if you bought it bought something that would positively impact your life and you got a free the same thing but free 
that would be a double it'd be like a bonus be like better it'd make your life better that'd be positive so it'd have to be a negative thing what would you buy and then get something free of that would suck covid vaccine <laughs> do you even buy I don't even know how that works do you buy your vaccine is it does it is it based off of your health insurance is it free for everyone like I honestly have zero I have no concept on how the vaccine works and how getting it and paying for it or not paying for it I don't even get it I don't get it I'm so out of the loop and I'm not an anti-vaxxer I'm just I'm a whole I'm holding out I'm not doing it I'm not getting it just I don't think I need to or I haven't even like it I heard about the vaccine and my brain didn't go like, oh, can't wait to get it. I just, I don't plan on getting it. But um, what would be the worst buy when get one free sale? Let's think of like a food item that would be a bad thing to get two of. I don't know. Bitch, this is, this is tough. Because a lot of things you buy and then you have a free one of, it's like, okay, maybe an inconvenience. Like if it's a, you bought a fucking elephant and then you got a free elephant. It's like now you have two elephants and now you have, you weren't prepared for the free one and you got it for free. I don't know. This is dumb. I don't want to answer it. Another childish, childish, childish question. (sighs) Fuck. Next question. How has society, oh God, it's not the question. Has social media been a net positive or a net negative for our society and why? Bitch. I got to pick net positive or net negative. Oh, this is one of those things where there's so many positives and so many negatives and it's split right down the fucking middle. But I uh, called this back in like 20 fucking, I don't know. I, I used to tweet a lot and, and, I don't know I, I put my opinion put, put my opinions out there and I I said something along along the lines of like I don't think social media was the best forward progression for society in the 21st century like I don't feel like what, what did I mean by that or like I don't know if, it, if that's like word for word what I said but I feel like it's hard to imagine a world in 2021 where profiles don't exist. Like you in a little circle on Instagram with your picture and all your photos you've posted doesn't exist. And you clicking other people's little circles and watching their stories and um, watching videos on TikTok and going on Facebook and like constantly keeping up with other people's lives it's hard to imagine like that not existing it's but what's crazy is that just seems so simplistic and so like yeah just shut the just shut your phone off just turn the tv off just don't look at it don't watch it and it it would make it would be easy to conceptualize but unfortunately it's we're like addicted to it like it's I go on autopilot I just pick up my phone and I'm clicking and I'm tapping and I'm I don't even like I don't even know why I'm here I'm like what am I I just naturally or automatically tap on Instagram and I automatically will tap uh all my little apps and I so I guess let's talk about the negative 
side of it, obviously there's the, you know, it's fucking up people's mental health because of, you know, all of the, uh, everything is, everyone's posting their best, they're pu- everyone's putting their best foot forward, their people are filtering everything and making their life look better than, you know, maybe it really is or whatever, and so you have a distorted perception of reality, all that's the negative stuff that everyone talks about in circles, I don't want to go into it, but, um, I also think in just my, from my personal experience with it, it, and I'm, I think I'm feeling this pretty hard now in my, in my mid twenties, like you feel like you're closer to people maybe than you really are because of your connection with them online. And then you're not actually that close in person and in real life. And I think, I think that's like you don't have to put much effort into actually hanging out with people and actually because of your online relationship and it's kind of like convenient in a lot of ways or whatever and I don't know it's just life doesn't feel um as I guess like not to say real but life feels less I don't know it just feels more watered down and more I don't know, gray and less vibrant than I think it would have if we never had social media. What was the question? Has it been a net positive or net negative? I'm going to be this bitch. I'm going to say it's been a net negative. But what's wild, let me go back to this um, when I was thinking about a world without it. So literally, I work remote. I know my coworkers I don't know them. I don't know them in person. Like that's wild. Like my boss to me is a person on a screen. Like that's how, that, that's how we know each other. And I guess this is, okay. What was the question? Social media. Oh, that's not, that's work. That's not necessarily social media. Um, if we didn't interact and have, if no one had a profile, that's what I'll, I'll make the, I'll use this example. If nobody had a profile, but you had Google, so you Googled stuff, you listen to music on your Spotify, you, yeah, that's pretty much it. You got your podcast apps, your music apps, and you Google stuff, and that's it. And then you never see, there's never a hub where everyone has a profile and you can message people social networking is do you just have your message app on your phone dude we'd be so much better off holy fuck i feel like you'd actually people would be closer you'd have you'd probably have more actual friends because you have their actual phone you like they're they're not just some like random instagram acquaintance it's like oh you're actually on the phone with each other you talk to each other on the phone that's really the only place you interact I think that would be a better okay dude this is like I don't know I could talk in circles about it but uh like and then as far as dating goes yeah you'd text your girlfriends hey you know let's go out this weekend blah blah, blah. and then you'd like meet people in person get their phone numbers everything would just be texting and it, it would be uh yeah texting and calling it that's it 
And honestly, social media is great because then you can see, you can do your research a little bit. You can look, you can stalk people. You can kind of get a feel and a vibe for it. It, weeds out, it honestly saves you a lot of time. Like I can feel like whenever I see someone on a dating app or on, I, I can like check their Instagram and I can tell, like I can get a, a sense of who they are from that. And that's helpful. But it's also like a, sometimes that can all be distorted and you get a, a, f- a false impression and then you think you don't like them or you think you like them more than you do just based off their fucking pictures. Ah, I don't like this question. Next question. I'm just going to move on. Would you rather live full time in an RV or full time on a sailboat? Ooh. If it was a yacht, I'd want to be on a yacht. A sailboat. Ugh. Those are fun for like a day. <laughs> Sailing's fun, but not. I. I need something automatic, bitch. I need a fucking. I need a yacht. I need like a sixty foot yacht. If I if I'm gonna live full time anywhere, it's gonna be on the water. It's not gonna be in a sailboat. I know that might sound pretentious or pretend what is what is it called like I'm um but I RV dude I grew up camping we all we always camped in tents but I feel like an RV would be fun as shit and you just drive around and you'd park at places and you'd oh but being on the water is so fucking amazing full time so you could always like go on land yeah, you could just like sleep on your boat and like keep it in a marina and then just yeah, that yeah, and then you could have a car, just like drive around and be on land. But if you're living in an RV, you just kind of like live in a, it's a shithole. I don't know. I'm going to answer sailboat. And I know I re- I would rather live on live on a yacht, but that's going to be my answer. Okay, next question. How should success be measured? Oh, I don't want to answer this one. It's just like, I don't want to, it's like too serious. Mm. What's the best type of cheese? American cheese? No. <laughs> um, fuck. My, okay. Cheese is so good. There's so many good cheeses. Okay, this is specific to my family because this is what I think we grew up having all the time. And, like, I just – it doesn't matter – I don't care if there's, like, a fancy French cheese or, like, a port salut or fucking – some fancy brie or, like, a soaked – like, a Merlot cheese or fucking – I don't even know. Like, just artisan bougie cheese. My favorite – on this on the cheese board the one i prefer over all of them is uh specifically tillamook extra sharp aged cheddar an aged cheddar is so good i don't know that's gonna be my answer um fresh mozzarella is really fucking good like little mozzarella balls are good let me look up types of cheese types of cheese why can't my brain think of like a better answer? No, let me look up Tillamook. Tillamook extra uh, aged cheddar. 
I went to the Tillamook factory in Oregon once and that was a lot, that was a lot of fun. That's a great family trip. Go down the Oregon coast and go to the Tillamook factory. Yeah. Oh, extra sharp white cheddar. Is that what it is? Extra sharp. Special reserve, extra sharp. I think it was a special reserve one. Comes in a big block. Um, types of cheese. Chart. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh... Gouda, Gruyere, Dutch, Cheddar, Mots, Parm, Brie, Tofu, what the fuck, that's not cheese, Feta, uh, Ricotta, Marscapone, ah, uh, yeah, I gotta stick with my guns here, aged cheddar, from Tillamook, blue cheese, I don't know, there's so many, I love, I love the cheese section in the, in a grocery store. That's like, I go there. It's like when I'm in bath and body work, smelling all the candles, like I just stand around and look at all the cheeses and I read and I pick them. I just, I fucking love it. And I honestly have zero cheese in my fridge. I don't have any cheese right now. Um, mom, I ate all of the, she got me this. What was it? Parmesan. Was it Reggie? No, no. Uh, fuck. What was it called? It's in Cashew Pepe. Rigatoni, fucking ricotta, rig, Romano. She got me a Romano wedge at Costco and I ate it all. It's all gone. I went through a wedge of cheese in a month. It's pretty. I honestly just sliced it and had it as a snack. It was really good. Um, but I, I don't have any cheese left in my fridge right now. Uh, next question. Is this a two hour, two hour podcast? Who's even listening at this point? That's a dumb one about, okay. What is the most beautiful view you've seen? When you look me in the eyes, tell me that you love me. Everything's all right. When you're right there by my side, when you hold me in your arms, I know that it's forever. That's like an OG Jonas Brothers song. When you look me in the eyes, tell it sounds like a country song, but it's not. Um, I think we all know what it's like to look in the eyes of someone you love, and there isn't anything. There is no, there is no view better than that. Uh, so yeah, I'd say eyeballs are the most beautiful view I've ever seen, but also. Honestly, like this is, I mean, I live in a beautiful place, beautiful sunsets that are like a painting. I mean, the view when you're in an airplane, fuck man. That's like, I was going over to Europe and like, I was flying over Greenland and you're Greenland, 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 <laughs> or just looking out the plane and, and when you're up really, really high, um, What's like another view I've seen? I guess when I'm home, my mom's view at her house. That's like where my soul is. It feels the most safe and just like calm. It's when I'm at my mom's house looking out her front window. That's where I grew up, you know. Um, what else? 
yeah, I'm just going to go with the eyeballs because, like, that's it. I feel like there isn't a better view than looking in the eyes of someone you love, and that's just what it is, okay? Not to be cheesy, but that's it. Oh, I love this question. Who are your kind of people? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I... <laughs> My kind of people are real they're straight shooters how do I say this what's like the vibe these people have they're just they like to fuck around and talk about funny shit and they don't take life too seriously oh yeah that's a big one my kind of people don't take life too seriously they like to have fun they like to party they like to fucking relax and kick back and uh just have a good time and they are curious about the world they like to talk they, they, they like to have deep conversations and sit around a fucking fire and like I don't know shoot the shit like I don't know I like my kind of people are also the kind of people that say it like it is they don't sugarcoat anything they're not uh, phony oh my god okay my people the kind of people I don't like are people who are phony and they're full of air and they're flighty and they're corny like they're uh they seem I don't know how to explain it like out of touch with real shit they're just they're in their own little la la land and it's like you just want to shake them I find a lot of people a lot of new people I meet I just want to shake them like stop it knock it off knock it off cut this out cut this little act out cut this little mindset weird fluffy everything's happy snappy shit out it's life is not that sweet and maybe that's because I have fucking trauma and I'm jaded or whatever the fuck I see the world as a I don't know I guess some people have it really good and everything's happy snappy but I don't I don't get along with people where everything is happy snappy and sunshines and rainbows I like I like when people bitch and keep it real and we can all uh put our heads together and rant get it out and and like laugh while we're doing it that feels good to be around those kind of people like people where you you laugh so hard your ribs hurt like that kind of laughter um I just you know here's the thing about me that sucks and I don't know because I'm a girl and it's just I don't like like one time I was helping a friend move in her house and she had this, she had her, so I was friends with her. We had like a mutual friend. We became friends. And then I was like unpacking her shit in her kitchen and she was moving her, her stuff in her new house. And her friend was all, this girl that was her, her other friend she was really close with came over. And it was like, so there's three of us girls and I couldn't, I, I don't know how to explain this. I struggle with this a lot with, um, the, the, what's the question? What are your kind of people with girls? It's like the, the conversation, I don't know how to explain this. It gets so like, I'm just not a little, I'm not a little, I guess. I don't know. They're like, yeah. <laughs> it's all like fluffy and fun and they're just they turn into little like tinkerbells 
and I don't turn into a Tinkerbell ever. And I, I don't know. And I have a hard time with like with girls and talking to girls when, especially when I first meet new girls and it's just like so many compliments and like, Oh my God, ah! I'm just like, I'm scared. Like, why are you acting like that? Tone it down. Just don't, I don't know. Am I an alpha chick or what is that called when you're like a girl that, um, I don't want to say that Jesus. I'm a, cause the thing is, is in my life, I always have had really good tight girl relationships. It just sucks that after I moved to San Diego, that really isn't like, I just haven't found my people yet. And so I don't know. And the ones I have come across, it's usually like we're drunk. I'm at a party. I'm at a house. I'm meeting these random girls. And it just, it's like that. Everyone just kissing each other's asses and being kind of fake like that. And it's just like a sizing up situation you're in. And that doesn't represent who they are when we're probably just having a slumber party. You know what I mean? But like, that's the impression I get. And that's why I feel like I do, I don't, I I have a hard time getting, getting along with um, girls sometimes because of that. And it's all in my head. It's all fucking stupid. But my kind of people are what I said in the beginning of this question. I just need to move on. Um, oh, this is about what I'm looking for in a partner. I don't want to answer that. What's weird about you? I don't know. Because I feel like I talk. I, I, I've, I don't know. I've said my list before. And it's very simple. I'm a simple woman. Whatever. What I'm looking for in a, in a what was the question? What, what are you looking for in a significant other besides looks? Um, dick size? No, that's looks. Um, fucking not at all. That's such a lie. That whole like bigger is better shit. Not always, dude. Not always. If you're, if you're, I feel like I've my male audience is per- their their ears just perked up. They're all excited now. Look, it's true. I think you maybe maybe you've heard that before, but uh. Don't be insecure about that shit. I mean, like, look, there's, it's different for everyone, I guess, as far as girls go, but I'm not, it's not a letdown if you're not, if, I don't want to get into a dick size and like, okay, why am I on this tangent? But, oh my God. Um, But bigger is not always better. That's what, that's what, I'll, that's what I'll say about that. What am I, oh, I was going to answer what I'm looking for in a partner that's not looks. Um, like gentleness, like they're they're like physically strong and they can take care of me and protect me, right? But they're gentle and they're kind and they're, you know what I mean? Like they have that. That's a huge thing for me. Like I don't want to feel. I want to feel safe around you. That's my favorite thing a man can do. Or, okay, my one of my favorite things a man can do for me. What am I saying? is like make me feel safe and comfortable around them I don't know how to explain it where I and honestly like that would be so nice like I'm thinking right now I'm like look there's really nothing like that having a partner especially if we live together and I've been in that situation before but like that was a whole thing um but when you're dating so like you just have that protection and that like comfort around you I don't know and you feel like if someone fucking broke in your, your, like if someone broke in my apartment right now, I just got Jim, I have Jimmy and he can't, he can't do much with his little baby teeth and he's losing them all right now. And he's, he looks like an old person with fucking dentures. Like he has no teeth. It, it, it's just like ridiculous. I couldn't save myself. I don't know. 
but if I had a man here, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I like my, what am I looking for? Protection or what did I say? Gentle giant. Um, they got it. They can't, they can't just be a heart. Like I don't want a super loud mouth, tough guy. Who's just like, I don't know the big ego. Like, I don't need that. I like, they can, they might look like that on the, on the outside. They might be like a tall, strong looking dude, but they're not, they don't treat me with a lot of like, br like brute force and like, hmm. um, they're kind and gentle and sweet down deep. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. I'm also looking for someone who, um, I don't know what, I'm not prepared for this answer. I could talk about like, oh, trustworthiness, loyalty, just because that's what I would give in a relationship and I'd expect it in return. And I've had issues with that in the past. Like, I don't understand. So when I date someone, like when it's official and I'm considered your, you call me your girlfriend, like once it's that and I'm calling you my boyfriend, like I... I've said this so many times. I mentally go like I am going and I'm going a hundred percent with you and giving and putting in maximum effort into this relationship until we die. Like that's how we're and I and if it if shit explodes and things don't work out, we'll fi we'll find that out at some point. But for the most part, it's just me and you, and that's what my brain does. I like lock into the person and I'm like it's just that's what I I don't know. I've always been that way. And I think that's why I always get my little heartbroken because, um, I don't, it's not reciprocated or whatever. And they're not on the same page about that. And they're like, well, I'm just dating you and you know, we'll see where this goes, but I don't really think it's, you know, they like jump in with one foot in one foot out with hose on the side. You know what I mean? They're just like still fucking around and they're not fully committed like they said they were and then I get I don't know I die for the per I don't know I'm just such a what do you call it I'm a I like love hard or I'm I just take it seriously like I just really want to give someone everything in a relationship I don't want to half-ass it I don't want to and I get excited about that. I'm like, finally, so, and then I, it's so much better that way when both people are just like, fuck yeah, we're doing this. We're going to like fight hard to make this work, work out or not fight hard. What am I fucking saying? We're going to give it our all, bitch. <laughs> we're going to be good to each other. And then I don't know. My best breakups are usually when it's just like a mutual, like this isn't working out thing and it's not a fucking cheating situation or a, you know, and then that's a good thing because I feel like we both knew at the end, like we tried our best and we, you know, we, yeah. Okay. Next question. Jesus. I'm going to answer one more. I feel like this is a two hour episode. I have no concept of time tonight. So, um, let's pick a good one. I'm going to keep generating a new question till I like one. Uh, these are really long questions all of a sudden. Do you think war is inevitable or can it be ended completely? It's inevitable. Look at fucking history. It's never going to fuck. It's never going to end. Uh, 
Canada. That was my last question, though. <gasps> what are some websites? This is the last question. What are some websites you used to use all the time but have stopped using? Um, Pornhub.com. No, I don't watch porn. Uh, tiny hello. What's that tiny helicopter game? Tiny helicopter. That's a website in, in school. I would always, um, I'd always go to tiny hello. Yeah. Helicopter game. I don't know. There's like a lot of websites from, this is a stupid question, but like, I feel like there are a lot of w random websites in high school I would go to that I'd never go to anymore. Oh, like defont.com. Whenever I would do photoshopping, defont.com. Um, oh, and I, I know a fun website for you. This is why I'm broke.com. This is why I'm broke.com. There's a bunch of random gifts and shit. Like DIY vasectomy kit. <laughs> okay taco holder butt plug okay why are all these I, I don't remember them being this sexual led face changing mask it's just like gag gifts um prank money wads the impossible table there's really cool like there's really cool stuff on here you kind of have to weed out the sexual shit but um a cheese printer, for example. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't know. That's a fine. Okay, this is the end of Q&A number 25. I feel like I rambled on a lot, but, and I did my own thing with this random question generator, but you know what? It's done. I did it. This episode is, I feel, why do I feel like it lasted two hours? It's over. It's done. I'm not going to answer any more questions. And I don't know. Next week, I'll, I'll actually, I'll complete the list of questions you guys asked, but I also just want you to come prepared with quality and something that is worth my time. <laughs> like questions worth my, I don't know. That's like super rude of me to say, honestly, you can ask me whatever you want, but sometimes I feel like if it's a, I don't know, it could be like, or, you know, should I take questions in email form where you guys can submit like dear Debbie shit. What's that dear? Like if you have a, if you have a situation you need, you need help with and you need, to, you need to write out like the whole, whole thing in long form instead of the little Q and a box on my Instagram. Like if you, I don't know, should I have people submit emails and answer people's life issues or give my life advice? I don't know. That could be a theme of the show. Like I could do that once a month or once a week. Happy Saturday. This is the end of the episode. Holy shit. I got, I, I'm out of water. I'm really, I'm really thirsty. I had a great day. I hope you had a great day. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. What am I saying? Hit that subscribe button. I'm here seven days a week. And if you want to support the show and get access to more of my content, you can head over to patreon.com slash TJMS to support the show. And you'll get access to all that. So check it out. Uh, my patrons get shout outs every Friday. They get phone calls from me. I just had one yesterday. Um, yeah. And they get to see like more behind the scenes stuff 
about my life and what I talk about here on the show. So check it out. Patreon.com slash TJMS. That's it. Love you guys lots. Have a great day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.